very early good returns in baseball when it comes to some of the rule changes. The big one is the pitch clock, right? Love it. I think we can all agree it is it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I love what they've done. Overall, nobody has any complaints. Yep. That nobody. Being, no one. Zero. Not even me. Well, I, I bet you that. Well, let's put it this way: there are some pitchers that hate it. You're gonna oh, yeah, always yeah, get yeah, like yeah, yeah. any pitchers, yeah. look any time that there's some level of change. You're not going to make everybody happy. It's impossible. I think we've learned now with social media that it's, it's in human nature for somebody to be pissed off at something. Yeah. It's just the way that it is. Yeah, some of the guys felt rushed, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a big adjustment, obviously. Some guys had really rough outings. You see that every once in a while on opening day anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some guys, I mean, like DeGrom got roughed up a little bit, still struck out seven. I think I think guys will get used to it. I like it. I didn't like it at first. I do like baseball being long. I'm one of those get-off-my-lawn guys, I guess, with my baseball. When my <laughs> team's good, of course, which... Looked like that was going to be the case on opening day. Now, not so much. But uh, I do like it, man. These these games, they blow by. Like Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, I actually sat down and watched multiple baseball games. Not even just my team. For the first time in a long time. And uh, felt like everything just speeds up. And it's a much better product, I have to admit. So I was wrong. Baseball was right. Well, it's the not, pitch clock. It's not, yeah, because it's not, it's not just about like the length of the game. It's the amount of time between action. Like, I mean, football kind of has that too, but we're just football is such a popular sport in this country that it kind of gets overlooked. But you have a lot of gaps between each play. Yeah, you, know, you can go back and watch these games trimmed down to thirty minutes on NFL Network. You're like, oh yeah, this game could be a lot faster too. But then you then you get into a hurry up offense. Like there there are ways for baseball or for the NFL and football games will just speed up in general. Baseball needed to be kind of forced a little bit, but it's I I think it's a much better product. It's not just for. TV either. It's also for people at the ballpark. Like during a weekday game, we got Nats Park two, yeah. two three blocks from us right now. There's a game going on. You know you what? Got it's... Fans that are willing to stay there and actually be there, you know, it's going to be quicker. It, it, it's better for them. You know what? It's the most noticeable to me is you get these relief pitchers or these closers. And I'm going to miss this a little bit in the postseason, though. Even like guys like Max Scherzer that just want that like mental advantage yeah. over the batter and they're staring him down and they're spitting and they're stepping off the mound and they're adjusting themselves like that's what people hate about baseball that's what I've noticed like that I don't miss at all but I might when we get closer to the postseason but man like that really speeds the game up with some of these closers these relief pitchers now they don't have time to like adjust their belt because you go back and you watch some of these games that's like 45 seconds 60 seconds in mm-hmm. between pitches sometimes so it's been a much better product I have to admit yeah I agree I'm I'm very curious how they move uh, or change the shift rules still because they've banned the shift but they really haven't they banned the infield shift yeah and now you've got an outfield shift mm-hmm. and so you've got a left fielder all the way out in right field so what are you gonna do you know moving forward because some of the same things that we've dealt with are happening again they're just not happening in the infield agree you know you know I missed uh, I missed the shift a couple times actually the infield shift because there were a couple times where it benefited uh, this this weekend the Brewers against the Cubs and they should have the best defensive infield with Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson obviously and there were a couple times where I was like man last year they probably at least get an out here mm-hmm. and then there are times where you're like it works out to your advantage that's taking me. That's taking some time to get used to uh, for me. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I kind of thought that they should just leave it alone. I had no problem with the switch. Well, they have said that they'll change or at least tweak the rules somewhat, which I think is good. If you're going to do stuff that's this extreme, that's going to bring this much change, you got to have a little wiggle room to say, all right, this isn't totally working. Now we've seen real life examples of what it looks like. Let's pull back and change whatever the case is. So I, I, I think that's good for baseball to also have that taken into consideration. 
but there's also just the not constantly throwing over to first. Like, move this thing along. Like, the limiting them to two where you have to be able to pick them off. We're now seeing this gamesmanship, right, back and forth, where if a pitcher's thrown over to first twice with the same batter, you got somebody sitting there on first, that guy knows. I can take him maybe an extra leadoff. He's, is he going to be willing to throw over here again and risk yeah. a balk? Like, those little things now add new dimensions to the game that make it actually more exciting. It's the little game within the game. Yeah, yeah. and if you look at uh, players like Max Scherzer, who are one of the best in the game at picking off guys mm-hmm. at first, that now is something that you could actually trick a player into thinking that they could lead off even more and then yeah. pick him off uh, yep. as the third throw to first. So I think that's actually really interesting. That benefits elite pitchers even more. Yeah, no, I agree. And it doesn't really that's the thing, like, so it's gonna be a big adjustment for the players, but I keep talking with people and they're like, Any adjustments to how you bet baseball? Not really at all. Yeah. That, no. That's what I've taken away from the opening weekend. It's kind of just still the same thing. Much better product. Maybe we get some higher scoring games. We mm-hmm. get more offense like they want, obviously. Like you're over right now in Cubs uh, Cubs Reds. There yeah, you go. I, I bet more <laughs> overs. I bet more first five overs. Mm-hmm. But I usually do that those first couple games anyway. You know, more overs just because guys are on pitch counts. Guys are usually not going deep into games like starters. Right. You don't really want them throwing 100 pitches the first couple weeks of the season. But I played more overs, I feel like, this opening weekend. But... Yeah, really exciting. Good start to the season, other than the fact that, uh, you know, my team kind of stinks. But I feel like this is the best betting start I've had. I feel like, man, this weekend I went 7-2 and two betting baseball. I can't remember the last time I had nine bets. Uh, On baseball? Yeah, in a weekend. But how many, was it, side, Final Four was weekend, it more sides or totals? Sides, totals, I've been playing some player props. Okay. Uh, some strikeout props, a couple RBI props, staying away from the home run props. Did play one yeah. last night. I took a shot with Kyle Schwarber plus 400, and he didn't homer. Yeah. And the Phillies, I also took a shot with the Phillies yesterday. And uh, slow start for them as they're down right now once again to the uh, Yankees. We see this all the time, They'll though. be all right, though. This they time of home. year, right, you're three or four games into a 162-game schedule. It, it, we're in the moment, so people overreact. It means almost nothing. Like, an 0-3 start in baseball is not an 0-3 start even in the NBA or the NFL. Like, it matters in the NFL. It's a thing in the NBA, but you can overcome an 0-3 start. It's not that big of a deal. In baseball, it's almost like it just doesn't It doesn't matter at all to me. Like, I, if I see a team start 0-3... Now, there's certain things you may see that are problems. Like, okay, they're 0-3 and their bullpen's given up at least three runs in each game. Like, you you start yeah. to see bullpen meltdowns and stuff. Okay, you realize you have a problem there. But I, I just don't get too concerned with teams this early in the season because at some point there's ebbs and flows and there's always going to be somebody that goes into a slump. Like, all this stuff just comes together. That's why the baseball season is just so long. you got to let everybody kind of go through the, the, the peaks and valleys that are a part of it. Yeah, you look at the Rangers who are 3-0, and and I'm like, I don't believe. Right. I don't believe. I'm sorry. You look at the rotation, and it's like, okay, it's not amazing. Like when, yeah, like Martin Perez was good like a few years ago. Yeah. DeGrom, do I really trust that he's going to remain healthy for this entire deal? He never really has, right? And then you've got Nathan Avaldi, who, like, that's that's a fine story, but is he your second starter, really? If he's your second starter, I'm not sure that you're going to win that many games and then you kind of look at just the 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 bats and i we saw marcus simeon last year terrible mm-hmm. we saw uh cory seager people that i was just like chatting about uh, the rangers with they thought cory seager was injured all year he missed only 12 games yep 
Corey Seager was on a milk cart. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's an upside. Do they still do that, by the way? Do they still put lost kids on milk cartons or lost That people? is a great question. Peach. We I use that expression. Like I don't know if that's even milk? a thing anymore, is no. it? You seem like you're a big milk guy. They don't nah, do that. I'm not. They don't no? do milk that. does no. the body good. I was a Sunny D guy growing up. Oh, that's... You guys have Sunny yeah, D? Oh, absolutely. Sunny D. Great commercials. Yeah! yeah. OJ, uh, Sunny yeah, D. Sunny yeah, Sunny D, yeah. Yeah, Sunny D was so good. It was good. I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the Rangers. I don't know if I believe in them, but, like, last year they were really good offensively. They got off to a great start offensively, obviously, this year. The pitching is a concern. That's why they spent money on the rotation. But... Do you think this is a big overreaction? So their season win total. I like playing the the updated season win totals, yeah. and some tr- sometimes trying to take advantage on a little bit of an overreaction. So they actually went from eighty and a half wins to start the year, all the way up to eighty two and a half, and it's minus one twenty right now. Yeah, so, I think so you're out on the Rangers. I think they're an eighty four five win team, but like they're not a serious team. And then the other big adjustment that I saw was. Um, actually the Tigers, who most likely are going to stink. I'd be pissed if I was a Tigers fan. I was actually, so two years ago, or last year, yeah, they hire A.J. Hinch, who I thought the White Sox should have hired. I know how it ended in Houston. But still, like, they spent all that money on guys like Javi Baez, who's going to strike out a ton. But I just can't believe how bad they are offensively. Like, they only scored against the Rays three runs, which I do like the Rays. I did play over on their win total. But they look awful again this season. And they spent all that money, and their win total went from 68 to 70 and a half. Mm. Or no, I'm sorry, from 70 and a half down to 68. Oh, okay. At what point would you go over on the Tigers? Or, or would you at all? Like, if they get to, like, 64, 65. They have talent, and they have all yeah. those young pitchers, but are they just, like, not going to be any good ever? Because I look at the That's AL Central, and I was like, maybe the Sox will be better than we expect. And then Kopech gets absolutely shelled today. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I feel like I might wait and try to play some overs. Like if they could get to like sixty and a half, sixty one and a half, Detroit, I I think they could win seventy games maybe this year. Maybe not. I don't hate that. Also, John Gray, I forgot to mention him. They pick him up for the Rangers. Like John Gray's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? He's okay. I like the Rangers a little bit, but it's it's the first week of the season. Yeah. Odorizzi's injured, he's pretty good. You gotta they turn your mic on there, tonight. PJ. They're gonna lose tonight. <laughs> to those to those Orioles. That's right. To those Orioles. Who's pitching tonight? Dean Kramer. It's uh, and uh Oh sorry, Bradish. Kyle Bradish. Oh, yeah, Kyle Bradish John. and Who John I think is our best pitcher. Yeah, yeah, I like Kyle Bradish. So we'll see we won a lot of money on Kyle Bradish last year. Man. Those Orioles were the best bet. God, they were just incredible. But now there's more expectations on them. That's for what's sure. funny. Now you come into this year and you're, you're not expected to be not enough. Well, though. the Nationals. By the way, Nats down four nothing. Win total was what seventy six peach. Yeah, seventy seven. That's and not enough. Mm-mm. That's like that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Also, what do you guys think about the Twins? They're three and zero. Swept the Royals. Gave up four runs the whole series. Should we think that they're real? They also well, they're had up some eight nothing right now on the Marlins. So they're I know it's the Marlins, but they've got they've, Marlins at least. They had some injuries last year. Yeah. yeah, I think the Royals are going to be really bad, so I don't want to overreact. But I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think it's going to come down to them and the Guardians, you know, in the AL Central. Yeah. And obviously, the guard, uh, the Guardians just took three or four from Seattle. Uh, not a great start for the Mariners if it's going to be the year that they overtake the Astros. Not not a great start, but I, I don't know what to do with the AL Central because uh, I didn't really love Cleveland last year. I didn't really like Minnesota. I was really high on the Sox. Not going to do that this year. I guess I still like Cleveland more than I like Minnesota, though. Yeah, because of Joe, Cause it, Joey Gallo. It, yeah, in the pitching. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, 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 okay. I, I mean, Pablo yeah. Lopez, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Tyler Malley, Maida.
The Guardians, if, if Bieber can stay healthy, that's what it comes down to. If, if they're going to be contending, I wonder if they get any more pitching or if they try to trade for some. I don't know. I don't really got it, right? Teams in the AL Central. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm totally out on the White Sox only because now you don't have a clown for a manager I think that's I'm falling out. asleep. It's just too, too. It's too early. Well, then you know what? I'll be the one that's in on the White Sox. Let's go. I'm a, my White Sox. It's official. No, probably that's, not. You don't want to do that to yourself. Well, they'll be better than the Nats. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was a brutal, brutal year for him. It, it, it can I don't think Kopech got out of the third inning. <laughs> <laughs>